Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty from the Unemployed Architects. So I'm going to get right into it here. I'm going to start with a little bit different uh, framework. I'm talking about a show I went to instead of the shows I've been playing. I'll get to those later. But uh, went and saw Bright Eyes at the Castle Theater on last Sunday. And uh, I've been a Bright Eyes fan for a long time. I really was, of course, kind of finding this out. Now I'm really just a fan of one of his big, bigger albums uh, called I think it was uh, "I'm Wide Awake" or "Landlocked Blues," whichever the name is has both of those songs on it. But uh, yeah, I, I I probably recognized about three of the songs, and uh, it was really it was great. I, I I was kind of expecting one thing, and it was like completely different. It was. Um, I was expecting, you know, kind of an acoustic, you know, kind of singer songwritery show because that's the that album that I like a lot is uh, mostly those types of songs. It was a double release, I believe. So there's Digital Ash and a Digital Urn, um, along with I think I'm Wide Awake is what it was called. But anyway, uh, it was just not at all. I recognized three out of. You know, twenty play, played a long set, probably two hours or so, probably maybe a little more, and uh, it was just fun. I don't know. He put on an amazing show. He's one of those people that, you know, his voice just kind of sounds like him. It's not an amazing, like classically trained voice. It's not hitting all the notes like perfectly, but uh, boy, was it entertaining. And it, he just writes music that really fits it ultimately. So uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Low took me for my birthday, so it was a, it was a good time. And uh, I feel like I said, three of the songs uh, he played: uh, "Poison Oak," which was one of my favorite when I was in high school, uh, first day of my life, of course. And uh, I feel like there were a couple other ones that maybe I did recognize. "Everything in Its Right Place," I think, was one of them, and then maybe another one. But it's just it says something. You know, if you can play a show to somebody who doesn't know any of the songs and still entertain them, I feel like that is a feat, you know. So uh, it was pretty cool to see, and I had a really good time. So beyond that, I've uh, had had some guests on for the pod lately. You know, last week I put out the one with Mathian, and I had one with Kyle last week, so that'll be coming out next week, and... I did one with uh, Ryan Wolf this week, so that'll be coming out in a few weeks. And uh, so I just haven't haven't had as much time to touch base on uh, the the shows I've had. So get into that. I had four for the last two weekends. Uh, last weekend was pretty pretty slim. Ultimately, it was uh, Artesia Brewing on the Saturday, and I didn't have a Friday show, so that was like the first time in a really long time I haven't had and probably again you know because I I don't have any gaps on Fridays and Saturdays till I think January at the end the last Friday of the month I have I haven't filled it yet so it was just one of those days that like I just could not find a place to to take it off my hands you know I booked plenty of other places uh, different dates wasn't like I couldn't get anything it was just that specific date and then I had the it happened where, you know, I just kind of resolved to 
that's going to be a Friday off. But I did end up and do something productive. I went over to uh, the Jeff Easton's house, which he engineered Design to Shine because he was interested in starting to record maybe one of my tunes. And we got going on it, and that was uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I have I just very organic. You know, it was like I just picked up instruments and played them, and then we recorded it. Uh, kind of just got a rough idea of it right now. Uh, it's a song I've had written for a long time. Digital Soul is what I'm working on. Uh, but, you know, I I want that song to not just be like me, an acoustic guitar for the, the studio version. Definitely going for more of like um, weird rock. I, I think Jeff, Jeff said that it, it was a trippy, trippy Christmas. That's what he he might classify it as and that's kind of that's a vibe i go for so I'm, I'm i was happy to hear that and uh it's just different it's not you know it's not as straightforward as some of my songs so i i'm really excited to i think we're gonna spend an all-nighter maybe the weekend of th thanksgiving and just try to knock most of it out and then i think doug cook is gonna play some bass and lo is gonna sing some backups on it and so, you know, even though I didn't have a show, uh, not in the in the black necessarily from, from that weekend, but, uh, you know, productive, and, and I think that's a good thing. And, you know, I'm excited about having something else in the works, and I got the uh, live album coming out at the end of December. I got my first track I'm going to be releasing after that, uh, mostly done, and then hopefully we'll have this digital soul for the next one after that probably try to release one about every two months and then uh hopefully i get back in with eric and i'll probably start kind of a more uh laid back acoustic one as well so uh just like stuff i'm doing kind of on the side not necessarily that i'll take to a studio so yeah i'm just trying to keep maintain keep it consistent all that stuff so uh so then two weekends ago I had four shows. I guess that kind of makes up for the the last weekend when I only had the the one. I had uh, Friday. I played at Door Four Brewing. Uh, Saturday I played at oh it was my Bloomington, Indiana show, which was a long drive. But I'll get into that. Uh, I actually had a show on Sunday. It was. Uh, uh, wildlife prairie park or in this case wildlife scary park because it was the, you know their halloween the day before halloween and they'd been doing that for like two weeks so had that and then that monday i opened up for drew cagle and the reputation so a lot of shows that weekend to talk about uh friday at door four it was a lot better than the last time i played there that's for sure there, there were no fluorescent lights on so that definitely helped and some of the people that were at the show that had the fluorescent lights came back to kind of show show that they were into it and they, they were a part of the party i had was talking about last time when i talked about door four so they'd come they're like we're gonna support you in a better way and i was like you know it was fun last time so whatever you're here to do is you know it's, it's uh I'm going to appreciate it. And I appreciated it then, and I appreciate it now. So, uh, and then it wasn't super busy otherwise, but there, there was not empty. And uh, I did less of a, um, please people-pleasing set. You know, I did through some of my originals in there. There was one big table that 
took me a little bit to win over, but once I did, they were pretty into it, and that definitely helped me have a good time. And it's a quick set, two-hour set for me. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. <laughs> you, you get to the end of that, even if you don't take a break, which I usually don't, and uh, you're just like, I left out some good ones, you know? So, and, you know, I should probably play in my set lists, but I just, whatever. I do whatever. And, uh... But yeah, so that was fun. The Saturday one uh, was in Bloomington, Indiana. So it was a, about a three and a half hour drive and I lost an hour on the way. So, you know, that's like your whole day pretty much when you have to do that. Uh, but I gained an hour on the way back. So, you know, it was kind of a relief that way. And uh, it, was, uh, it was an interesting setup. They had the stage area was like up behind the bar. So like the bar was... Uh, or the stage was behind it and up really high. kind of reminded me there's a place in Bloomington called IBC uh, that had, like, a really high, like, way higher stage than even this. But uh, it was it, it was similar in that way, which I was a little like, uh-oh, like, is it going to be weird? And am I going to be able to get any tips? Because, uh, you know, my, nobody can really get to my tip tip box that I have with the merch in it and whatnot. And, uh, it was, uh, they, they had their own sound. The guy who booked it had sent me the manual for their, they had an X18, Behringer X18, which was hooked to a iPad. So, you know, the load-in was a lot easier, but it was up a bunch of stairs and then through a back alley and like three door. I don't know. It, it was definitely, uh, but there would, I mean, there wouldn't have been a different way to do it. So it's just like you had to do it because walking through the bar would have been obnoxious. And, uh. But it was a lot less stuff, like I said, so that wasn't too bad. And it took me a second to get going, but I I just feel like the people there weren't expecting me to be very good or something. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It was like, um, it wasn't super busy, but I mean, it's like a dinner sports bar. So uh, there was around, around when I started, which was a late start time, it was 930. Uh, it was, you know, there was a good, good crowd there. I think there was maybe some, some game on or something. And... Uh, it, people got into it pretty fast. Like I was like surprised at how fast I was able to kind of catch people's attention. And, uh, the, the, the sound was a little weird cause they had the, had one monitor, which I was kind of controlling, <coughs> you know, and then they had that same signal kind of boosted to the, um, rest of the bar. And then they had control of the, like the volume on that. So definitely was different than I'm used to. Uh, it, was, it was hard to kind of get comfortable at first. Uh, I should have maybe just used my vocal monitor or something like that. But again, you know, I feel like I, I, I won people over pretty quick. And then I was doing originals. And it was kind of funny. It, like, it totally reminded me of Bloomington. Like, it, uh, it, it, I was playing on the square. And, you know, Bloomington, Illinois, Bloomington, Indiana, uh, kind of on the, the Bloomington side would have been kind of like where McGuire's is that and you know they had like a big building kind of courthouse looking thing in the middle just like here and it was a square in a college town and i don't know it was it was interesting for sure and uh i don't know it was just weird to drive three and a half hours to get to a place that seemed like i was in the same place if that makes sense but 
Anyway, the show was fun. I was over at 12.30. It kind of cleared out towards the end, and I started doing some weirder songs just to see how they would go. And uh, it's a long drive home, though. I, I will say that is a tough one. Because I was done at 12.30, which is 11.30 our time. And then, you know, out the door, I think I was close to 12.31, 12.30 or 1. And then, you know, that three and a half hour, I wasn't home till I think, like, 4 or something. And then that made the next day a little hard, I think, ultimately, unfortunately. But uh, it was like, so it was the Wildlife Prairie Park, and uh, I've obviously, I, I don't even remember. I went there, like, one time. Like, I don't, I don't really remember what it was like. I guess I was thinking more of a zoo. There'd be, like, an easy place to get to. But first thing, you know, I had the new iPhone, and I uh, wasn't told till after that I shouldn't use their maps because it took me someplace completely, not even close, like maybe maybe a, almost a 10-minute drive out of the way, which turned out to be, you know, 20 because there and then back, and then that made me so late. Like, I was already out the door a little later than I wanted to be, but if I would have got there, like, right on time, uh, or if I would have left right on time, I would have got there with plenty of time to set up. And then, of course, once you get there, you're kind of going through these winding roads and figuring out where and how to park and then it was like borderline gonna rain so they were having me play like a little bit further uh than i think they'd had some other people play and uh i think by the time i started loading it was it was uh i want to say 23 minutes and i was able to really kick it into gear and get started like probably right at five like it was you know maybe i was a couple minutes late but it was pretty crazy to get a you know right on I don't think I've ever set up that fast. Of course, I didn't really need lights, and uh, I was pretty minimal on my setup ultimately, which I think you know may have came, come back to bite me later. But I was again just happy to kind of get started on time. I, I probably would have liked to have a monitor, but I was just beat. Honestly, I, I just don't feel like I performed my best. Uh, I just felt sloppy all over the place, and then there was this. Uh, you know, I already kind of felt sloppy, and then there was people taking video for the whole, like, middle part of it, so I was just like, I just feel like I could not get, uh, like, I couldn't catch a flow or something. And then I was nervous, so I did a bunch of medleys of songs, and I was just like, halfway through my main medley, which is like 12 songs, uh, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. And like, I'm really feeling how tired I am and stuff, so. It was it was a rough show, but it, you know I don't know if, how picky I'm really being and how good it really was or how bad it really was, but uh, I, I know it was tough for me. And then Monday I opened for uh, Drew Cagle and the Reputation, and uh, so th it's Nola's Rock Bars, but it was in Urbana, and. Uh, so I got there and like immediately the first thing was like, well, we're, we're, cause I was supposed to play, I think, I think I ended up and played the right amount, but they were like, uh, we're cutting our set short. We're probably gonna have to cut your set short, like two seconds after walking in. And I was like, okay, well I'll just do acoustic. I won't really do the one man band thing. And like, oh, I kind of want you to do that. So, so I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Uh, and I made my, I mean, they were sound checking Drew, Drew Cagle and the Reputation, which was kind of interesting too, because uh, Matthew Curry was there playing guitar for them. For the they, they they had been on tour for like a couple weeks, and they had gotten 
Matthew Curry to play lead and uh, he's a great guitar player so that was something I was kind of excited about and it was really fun to watch him kind of and it's a different genre for him ultimately but uh, watching watching him shred is you know always cool and you know he brought a little bit different sound uh, setup he, he was playing out of a Marshall which I you know I'm assuming he probably plays out of a some sort of Fender tube amp normally but uh, it's definitely a different vibe for him, but he definitely let loose a few times. It was cool to see him just really shred. But back to the sound. So I ended up, and you know, while they were still sound checking, I I uh, got everything about as close to off the stage, but set up as possible. And it took me like maybe four minutes to get the re four or five minutes to get the rest of the way plugged in and kind of comfortable. And then you know, I, f I felt like I played well. I watched the video back and uh uh was not as pleased about it i thought i thought i'd be like oh it wasn't as bad as i thought but it kind of went the other way i mean using house sound is always different you know i just didn't quite feel as comfortable as shows where i do my own sound so uh that was a little weird but uh you know it wasn't wasn't terrible i just feel like i could have done better but uh, it was still a good time. There was more people there for a Monday evening than I expected, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was fun fun to watch Drew Kegel and I him. I had seen him in St. Louis with his bass player who played guitar like a lead guitar player. Um, <laughs> played guitar maybe better than I do, even though he usually just plays bass in the band and. Uh, I got them sounding really good that night. I ended up kind of dialing them in. And uh, so he was nice enough to have me open the show. And so I got to see their full band. You know, they had a really solid drummer too. And uh, the Matthew. So, I mean, it was it was a good show. They, 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 they're a lot more into the, the details, I think. They had some, like, pre-recorded song setup things, and they really decorated the place. I mean, it was Halloween, but, I don't know, nobody really dressed up or anything. I had my my gym name tag on, just in case somebody would be like, where's your costume? But, because uh, I was late, and I couldn't think of anything that would be easy to be, but it turns out nobody else that was playing even did anything, so I kind of fit all right. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a fun night. I was back early too. I was done. I think I was loading out by like 10:30, and then I on the road by 11:30, and I got home before midnight. I think, or maybe 11:15 or something. I don't know. But yeah, it, it was it was fun. Uh, it was a different kind of set, different muscles to flex. That's for sure. And uh, you know, I could tell I was a little sloppy with it. But yeah. And then, so that, and then I had the whole week, I had the recording with Jeff, and then I was at Artesia Brewing for the, the Saturday. Just this tiny, kind of, out in the middle of nowhere place, kind of reminded me of Cypress Grove, which is a place I played at a few weeks ago, and I have a show coming up, I think, in December again over there. But, uh, yeah, usually they have people play outside, but, you know, the weather was not great, and I, sh I showed up way later than I wanted to be, uh... But I still got set up and started on time. I, was, I gave myself about 45 minutes when usually I, an hour. I think maybe I was just a little overconfident after 
after uh, the Wildlife Prairie Park show, because 23 minutes, you know, if I can do it in 23, I can definitely do it in 45, but it was just a little, because we didn't know where I was supposed to set up at first, because we checked the other, the outside area, and they had some heaters, but it was, like, really windy, and then, like, there were people sitting in kind of the space that I was supposed to be setting up, but once I got going setting up, I got it, went through it pretty quick, and uh, it was probably a better show than the last two I'd had. I don't feel like I was, like, in the pocket, like, as good as I would have liked, but I was pretty close. Like, I was on the verge of being good, in my mind. Uh, and it got a really good reaction from the crowd. They were into it. I played for two and a half hours straight, no break. Uh, I don't know why I do that. But it's just like I came there and I was like running late and then I just got started and then I don't know. I just kept going. I was just trying to grab people. I watched this uh, documentary. I think there's something. It's one Sonic Highways. I think that was Dave Grohl's. Uh, like he did an album where he d did a documentary and he was in different studios. One of the ones I, th I think that. For some reason, I've had this in my head for a long time, but it was, I can't even remember what the type of music was, but it's just like they, like the music never stopped. You know, one song just ran into the next, then ran into the next, and the music just kept going. Maybe it was just the drums would tie it together. But for some reason, that has been in my brain since I saw it. So I'm always trying to like, you know, do, do all these medleys and keep the energy up. And, and I guess that's the way I felt that night. It was like I had to win over the crowd and I just kept playing you know classic covers and then I'd throw in one of my better original or more upbeat originals not better just up more upbeat and uh I, there was a guy that wanted to play uh Cajon with me and uh I was like okay you know I actually saw him kind of beating on the table and he was seeing like he knew what he was doing and he was like really into it so he's like I know this is weird I gotta ask because I don't have any musicians to play with so I was like, yeah, you could play a song. And then we ended up and did a couple. And just having a little bit of extra percussion is, you know, pretty, make, makes the set more upbeat and fun. So it was it was cool. And uh, two and a half hours, they gave me a free T-shirt, which I was excited about. And then uh, uh, some, they, they had, they do, do some beekeeping, I guess. So they had, uh, a bunch of like a thing of honey that they gave me for free like organic fresh honey so that was really cool of them and the the owners were just super generous towards me in general so it was a fun night so yeah that's pretty much it on the on the upcoming weekend i just have two tomorrow night i'm in peoria cruisins and then saturday i am uh back to indiana but i'm in indianapolis this week so, so, or this weekend on Saturday it's just called The Tap <clears throat> so it'll be an adventure not quite as long of a drive as Bloomington so I'm happy about that but uh, I pretty much have a lot of just like two weekend shows coming up or two shows per weekend uh, coming up no no you know we're kind of out of the season of getting so many extra and then you know and just an announcement I guess is I'm gonna I, I Gonna be in Nashville. Got some Nashville shows booked, so I'm excited about that. Uh, that's coming up uh, first weekend in January after the New Year, so uh, that'll be an adventure. So I'm excited to see what it's all about. 
and uh, Kyle and I talked about that when he was on last week a little bit. So you'll see you'll see our conversation about that next week. So yeah, good times uh, as always. Uh, I appreciate anybody who takes the time to listen, and I will talk to you next time. All right, have a good one.